0: With BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Austin Pace. I'm joined today over the phone with Senate Majority Leader Kelly Anthon. Senator Anthon has been an Idaho State Senator since 2015. He attended the University of Idaho's College of Law and is a licensed attorney. He currently serves as a board member with the Mark Group LLC, a potato fresh pack and processing company, a board member of the Southern Idaho Economic Development Council, and as a board member of the Region 4 Development Corporation. Thanks for joining me, Senator Anthon.
1: Well, thank you. And, and, you know, you forgot to say that I attended Brigham Young University Provo. Uh, my parents both went, went to Ricks College, as did my wife. So it's nice to be with you. We're kind of alumni and we, we appreciate that.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I read your bio and it didn't say anything about that. That's awesome. Perfect. I just got a few questions for you. We're going to jump into the first one. So Governor Little just recently gave a State of the State of Dr- address. Could you share with me your thoughts about that address?
1: Well, you know, the thing I liked about the State of the State Address is it highlighted really what's been going on in Idaho that is working. And if you look around the nation and you look at the commentary that other places in the country are making about what's happening in Idaho, I think it's fairly historic. I mean, the fact of the matter is that we've accomplished some, some things in the last few years that I don't think many of us really believed were possible even 10 years ago. And what I mean by that is, is you know, we, we are doing some things that are really working. Since 2019, so just a few years ago, Idaho has returned more than $2.7 billion dollars to Idaho taxpayers just in one times tax relief. And then there's been a $650 million amount in ongoing tax relief. So when you add up, just as an example, all of the tax relief that's been given in Idaho, I think I heard the governor say something like $3.7 billion, and that's really remarkable. Wow. Um, When I came to the Idaho legislature, we had gone through the 2008, 2009 uh, recession, and uh, during that recession, Idaho had absolutely drained its rainy day or its savings accounts. And uh, there was very little in there when I came to the Idaho legislature. Currently, Idaho has more in its rainy day savings account than any time in Idaho history. And so you've got this collecting of savings, uh, reduction of taxes, and then still the ability to make some really major investments in, in Idaho's infrastructure. So, You put all that together, that's a really great picture for what's happening in the Idaho economy. Mm -hmm. Now, the one thing the governor says and always talks about, and I I heard in this state of the state is, that's all nice and and great, but you do have to watch out for the downturn. There's always a downturn. And so I think that, uh, you know, one thing that we have to do in our policy this upcoming session is be conservative. Uh, Do the things that have got us here in the first place. Don't overspend. Uh, make sure that we're projecting our revenues correctly and and protecting you know Idaho families from the downturn that will certainly come.
0: Then in that case, what where would where would these these funds be going? You want to be conservative. You want to make sure that it's going to the right places. Where are you wanting these this this money to go?
1: Well, I think what we're doing right now is just evaluating what the revenues will look like going forward. And you know when you've given that many tax cuts over the last few years, you have to make sure that the revenues are stable. And that you're not seeing some unexpected downturn in the revenues. And if they continue to grow like they have in the last few years, then I think that it's just like any family. You sit around the table and you say, we've got a little extra money. We can't satisfy all the wants of the family, but what could we do to work together to to do what we can? And I think that's what's happening. As a matter of fact, right now in the Idaho uh, legislature today, uh, I know there's a meeting right now to set the forecast of what the Idaho economy is going to look like and what they forecast will be the revenues So I think, you know, um, for me personally, coming from a rural community, I'm from DECLO, Idaho, Mm -hmm. uh, I think that we need to continue to work on some of the infrastructure needs, particularly roads. Uh, We've done a lot of investments in schools uh, in terms of teacher pay. But when you look at some of the rural communities and their inability to really afford to build schools, I think that's something the governor mentioned that has caught at least my interest. And so yeah, I, I think that as we continue to evaluate what the the surplus might be, I think it's just a matter of deciding what the needs are in comparison to the wants.
0: What are your big priorities for this legislative session? We just started with it, so what are your priorities moving forward?
1: Well, that's a great question. You know, uh, you know, I I come to Boise every year, and there are some different things that I'm working on that are particular to some of my you know own interests or concerns or my constituents concerns. And so personally, I'm working on a couple of things that I think are pretty important. One is uh, the idea and the concepts surrounding domestic terrorism. Uh, and if anybody wants to visit with me, I'm happy to spend more time talking to them about that. But if you'll remember, there was a recent episode in re- it's been recently, I say recent years, where I believe it was in Virginia, some parents showed up to a school board meeting. Uh, they were pretty loud. They were obnoxious uh, and they didn't act very, very nice. But what happened next was a real concern to me, and that was that the federal government designated those parents, those upset parents, at a public meeting. They labeled them domestic terrorists. And then the full the full power and uh, weight of the federal government and the Justice Department started to come down on those folks. And what I realized was they had been basically found guilty of something uh, to the extent that the government would come, come after them. Without any due process of law, they didn't have a right to defend themselves. They didn't have a right to hear the charges against them. They didn't have the fundamental rights guaranteed by the Constitution. And so for the last couple of years, I've been working on a piece of legislation that would redefine some of those uh, terms inside of Idaho Code and make sure that Idaho citizens aren't so labeled. So that's one of my top priorities. At least that's what I'm going to be bringing up uh, this week. You know, the other one that has really got my attention, because... I think one of the major differences between Idaho and the federal government is that Idaho has a constitutional provision in our state constitution that requires a balanced budget. That means, you know, we're not spending more in revenue than what we have in revenues. The U.S. government, entirely different. So our U.S. national debt today is over $34 trillion, and it is growing like crazy. Just to put that in perspective, uh, for any average citizen, you'd have to spend one hundred and one thousand dollars out of your pocket to catch. If we all had, we'd all have to pitch in one hundred one thousand oh. dollars, and that's that's per citizen. That's counting your kids and everybody. If you just look to Idaho or uh, to U.S. taxpayers, the amount is more like two hundred sixty-five thousand dollars for all of us to pay in just to catch up and break even. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's terrible. So we're going to look at some things here in the Idaho Legislature this year. Where at least we can say to the national government and to the president of the United States, something's got to be done. It's a huge uh, security risk for the country. It's going to collapse and bankrupt bankrupt our economy if we don't get uh, control of it. And it's just really bad for families in Idaho. So this is a, a major issue I think that we need to be addressing. I mean, if you talk about balancing a budget on the federal level where you already have a debt of $34-plus trillion 1000000000000 dollars it's not going to be easy to do. I think it may be a 10-year process, but we better get going on it because if we don't, I think it's it's the end of the country. we, You cannot sustain this amount of spending. And even raising taxes or cutting spending, I think where we're at is there's a long-term solution that we have to be chasing right now if we want to keep our country.
0: So moving forward, I'd like to discuss a little more about a comment that was made In regards to the House Bill number 384 about harmful materials in libraries, not necessarily a comment, but just just the bill in general. So, could you expand a little more on House Bill number 384?
1: So, House Bill 384. If that's is is that the new one that's just been introduced, or is that last year's?
0: This is the this is the the new one that's that's being introduced about the harmful materials in libraries. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I haven't even seen that bill yet. It was just introduced in the last couple of days in the House of Representatives. I'm in the Senate, and so that hasn't found its way to the Senate yet. But as I understand it, it's very familiar to a a bill that we passed last year, which I voted for, uh, which is meant to protect young people and children from being exposed to sexually explicit materials, particularly in library settings. And, you know, what I've discovered as I've looked into this issue is that, When you go into rural communities, very conservative rural communities like the one I represent in South Central Idaho, we're not seeing these problems. Uh, What was very interesting in the last session of the Idaho legislature is one very well-respected member of the Idaho legislature who had concerns whether this was a problem or not, and who's a friend of mine, said he just decided to take a stroll down to the local library here in Boise he had a hard time believing that anybody would expose children to these kinds of materials. he His discovery was that within five minutes of walking in the library in the children's section, he found things that uh, I think most of your listeners and most of the, the people of Idaho would, would say is absolutely inconsistent to doing right by children, that they're pornographic and they're sexually explicit. And when he discovered that, that really uh, woke, I think, a lot of legislators up to the issue. Now, now how you deal with that issue is is the uh, matter that's before the Idaho legislature. I think you're going to see at least three or four bills this session that deal with that, uh, that deal with the process of making sure that, you know, we don't get overzealous, but yet we're protecting children and we're also protecting librarians. Uh, some of this legislation has tried to target librarians and you know, having worked with uh, local governments over the years, you know, there are some employees in a in a library who don't determine what the uh, collections look like. They don't determine where they go. They're just working there. And so you don't want to punish those people uh, for someone else's decision. So there's there's a lot of policy stuff to sort through there. But I think there's something that we all agree on, and that is that young children shouldn't be exposed to anything sexually explicit or pornographic.
0: And you talked a little bit about you know, with this with this house bill, that there's going to be more bills in the future that will be passed in regards to this. So, I guess this is the first week of this legislative session. So, what are some early bills that you have your eye on that not necessarily that are consistent to House Bill Number Thirty Three Eighty Four, but also just bills in general that you want to have your eye on?
1: Well, yeah, like I said, I think uh, the modification of the Idaho Terrorist Control Act is something that I'm working on. Um, I, I also have an interest in naturopathic licensure uh, i i like the, the idea of providing idahoans with a little more in terms of licensed health care options and that's something i've been working on I, I i may or may not introduce some more legislation to kind of clean some of that up um i do think that we will be discussing like i said um the national debt and in what ways idaho can at least if nothing else because we don't control the federal government Send a message to the federal government that something has to change and or, you know, explore the option of an Article 5 convention, which is very controversial, but you will see that discussed um, this year. Um, You know, I think that because uh, uh, this is an election year and what I've learned about the Idaho legislature in election years is that the sessions are shorter Mm -hmm. because the elections are held in May and legislators typically if they have someone running against them. Uh, have a little bit more of a, 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 a an incentive to finish up the work in Boise and get home. And so we'll see if that is the case this year, but I think it will be the case. So this
0: is the first week of the legislative session. What are you looking forward to for next week?
1: Well, so I think, you know, next week, uh, what happens in the initial weeks of the Idaho legislature is administrative rule review. Uh, if you uh, know anything about how important that is to Idaho you'll uh, when you watch it it's extremely boring but the fact of the matter is that Idaho's constitution allows the Idaho legislature to do some administrative rule review which in many other states and in the federal government is not permitted and what that allows the Idaho legislature to do is to make sure that the bureaucracies of Idaho are not uh, superseding their authority uh, in the regulation of the people in our businesses And so that will take place over the next couple, three weeks. It's a lot of work, but I think it's very important work. And then you'll start to see uh, committees meet more regularly to consider new legislation. Uh, I think you'll see several hundred pieces of new legislation presented to committees. And then, you know, within about a month, you'll really start to see the debates on those bills take place. But these initial weeks are rule review and proposal or the printing of new bills.
0: That was Senate Majority Leader Kelly Anthon. Thanks again for joining me. Hey, thank you so much.